Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by oh shit, sorry. Joined again by one Darnell. <laughs> I started over, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. All right, that was funny. I can't lie. I had to laugh. All right. I mean, we can keep going. Fuck it, man. It's live, uh, live recording. Let's All right, let's it. go. Let's, let's keep, keep going. Sorry, guys. We're recording this right now. The Bucks Seahawks came on, and I was just saying I was scared of Tom Brady through a stupid ass pick. Oh, <laughs> that's what happened. That's funny. Yeah, that's why I fucking did that shit. You probably didn't even see it. Yeah, I'm sitting in cruise control. But anyway, man, we always, we always, you know, they're not supposed to say what's up, guys, but that's cool. Well, we'll, we'll what, keep it What's up, guys? <laughs> there you go. I forgot and, that fast. Um, and even though, you know, every time, we, even though every time we're on it, we talk a little bit, you know what I mean, about the NFL. Apparently, man, you caught, hey, man, college football, y'all running the show right now. Y'all going to carry us. Till you know, what I mean, till the season's over, um, and I think last night is a perfect example of why. So, give a little little background on this from my backstory. Backstory, yes, sir. Okay. I um, I was at my friend's house, right, mm-hmm. and we were just talking, doing shit, and then I was like, I'm like half watching, you know, what I mean, the games. Um, we'll talk about that other game in a second, but Oregon Washington is on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm getting them into football. They're Eagles fans, first and foremost. Right. I mean, they like football. Yeah. It's like you know, getting them into it. So I play this, and he's like, oh, but it's college. And I was like, no, no, no. You don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> and we watched from – who was up? From the 27-27 point, and then this game – I mean, it was it was literally great the entire game from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Washington, that late kick. We'll, we'll get into all the details. The Washington late kick. Oregon tried to come back. Bo Nix, last drive. Didn't happen. A lot going on. My only complaint, the only thing that the only thing that takes this from being the number one game to me was mm-hmm. all the damn reviews at the end. Shit was getting annoying. Yeah. Um, so it was really, uh, but whatever. Um, Penix Jr., my guy, 408 yards passing, two touchdowns. And. You know, not to toot my own horn, but hey, that's why we're here, right? Um, <laughs> what have I been saying all year, Darnell? I don't know. What have you been saying? Man, earlier, especially a lot more, but I said I saw something with this Washington team. This They, they only beat Michigan, Michigan State, right? But it was just the way that their offense was flying up and down the field. I was like, this is kind of a problem. And... That's why last week I was like, I think Washington can actually do it. Them being 25th ranked at 7-2 and two in the Pac-12 is kind of ridiculous to me. I mean, I think a lot of that is SEC bias. Even the Big Ten getting maybe a little bit more love than they should. But the Pac-12 is tough, and you just saw it. It wasn't even like Oregon, to me, played like a, um, like a bad game. I think they played a really good game. I think, I think Penix was just hitting – like, that touchdown throw he had, man, that's an NFL-level throw. You know what I'm talking about? The one yeah. on the side. Yeah. yeah. To the left. Bang. It was a rifle shot. I And I was like, whoa. That's that's a throw where you're like, 
uh, it's in the air like that might get picked and then it just kept gaining speed mm-hmm. um and ultimately you know we talked about a little earlier you know he was just the best he was just he was a better quarterback out there Bonix played a good game but end of the day Bonix in a big spot had some errors and then something obviously the injury late so I wasn't completely his fault I'm dual delving all the details I want you to go what were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Penix was amazing. You know, Michael Penix Jr., he's currently at 25 touchdowns, six interceptions, 79.3 QBR, which is good for 12th in the country. First in yards at 3,640. They'd be bombing people, man. Yeah, him and I got some other takes for Tennessee that I'll save for later, too. But yeah, yeah, like, bombs away like that was their you know that was their game plan and Oregon Oregon's was one of those teams that I wanted to watch between Oregon and TCU those are two of the teams that I wanted to watch this week specifically to see Mm -hmm. just how much of contenders that they really are because we've been you know pretty much dialed in on certain teams and you know there are certain teams that still aren't mathematically eliminated that you know we need to give you know, some love to it. You know, Oregon was on the list. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching Bo Nix, and, you know, it's the same stuff that, you know, you complain about when you, you talk about Bo Nix and why he had to transfer in the first place is he – Go ahead. He's – go ahead. No, what were you saying? I just think that they're early in the game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how dialed in you were, but it was like 10 to 3. Mm-hmm. And they, oh my gosh, Geno Smith just hit a fucking insane pass. Sorry. Um, but Bo Nix, he, there was a play, they were down 10 to three, and he just, he just fumbles a snap. They're, they're driving down the field. Um, Washington was doing some shit early. I didn't love either kicking field goals on fourth and one. But Oregon has a chance now, go down, tie it up real quick, take that pressure off. Boom, he fumbles the snap. Um, now, all that being said, they scored the next possession, but that kind of gave Washington just a little bit of break from the onslaught, and that's mm-hmm. all they need. They got the field goal before half, and then it became a back-and-forth affair um, all the way through. But, um, but yeah, just, just continue your point, because I, I agree. I think Bo Nix was good. I think Michael Penix was just better, and, yeah. like, solidly better, if you want to be honest with that. Yeah. So, like, yes, yeah, like, it's – Bo Nix is is good enough to get you to eight and two, but he's not good enough to get you to the college football playoff. Pretty much. Oh, sir. He's a um, he's a better Sean Clifford. Pretty much. And one thing I did see from Oregon um that we definitely have to point out was like we saw Washington. First off, Washington always gets these huge D tackles. It's like them. It's like them. Who else is it? USC, Washington mainly. It's a lot of that Pacific Northwest area that they get those recruits and they yeah. come like, Hawaii. yeah, they come like from Hawaii. It seems like a lot of the times. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. I don't know why that, I mean, I guess it's the closest, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hawaii, it definitely seems like a football um, kind of like power, especially for the Pacific side. 
of like college football and Washington has always had a lot of them. So the reason we say that is because they were, what is it? They were second in the Pac-12 in rush defense, 112, and Oregon was running the ball all over them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, bam. And that's why I say, like, Penix was, better, was a lot better than the Knicks because he ain't have two guys go for 100 yards rushing. <laughs> so it's like, right. you know, it's just, just a much different challenge. And still you would see big spots, big spots, but would just not get done. Now, mm-hmm. in his defense – yeah, we have to defend play. him too. Yeah, there was a play where he just got rocked in his leg, um, fifteen yards out. Again, at this point, I'm watching my friends, and he's like, "That didn't look like it hurt that bad." But I knew live, I was like, "That looked like it fucking hurt." <laughs> yeah. The way he flew in, got under him, and hit him backwards. Like Bo Nix doesn't go backwards. There's a lot of things, right? He normally will run over you or at least get a little bit by you. He just got boom, rocked. And you saw him after. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, the camera work on this, incredible from Fox, because everyone was like, what happened? It looked like he got up fine. Definitely looked like he got up just fine, right? Yeah. And then you see him like, it was pure adrenaline. Pure adrenaline. He's walking around and he's like, damn, now nah, this shit hurts, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that was a huge moment for that. I believe what they have to do on that drive, they kicked a field goal, right? Because he like left the field. Here what happens, Zach. But you're talking about that, yeah, in the fourth quarter with 354 left. Yeah, they can't yeah. lose 26 yard field goal. Yeah. So they end up kicking a field goal. I think they were maybe gonna go for it, but then they're like, all right, well, if he's hurt, no. So then Washington, then you see the beautiful pass from Penix. Um the dime. And then Oregon has the ball again. Now it's a tie game. Um, and Bo is still like, where we found. So they're trying to run the ball, just get a first down. They couldn't. Then you see one of the more incredible moments of the season where Bonix is like running to the coach. He's running. He's like, dude, I'm here. Call a timeout. Put me in. It's fourth and one. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm right here. And he just was like, Nah, move. They literally try to run an inside zone on fourth of one. Washington blows the shit out of it. Then Washington's up getting a kick. And, and I mean, I got to say on that last possession, Bo Nix was really, really good until the Hail Mary attempt, which is kind of pathetic. But until then, he was hitting dime. He was really trying. But I, mm. I, you just wonder how it would have been different if – you do what I'm thinking, and I'm like, oh, I see my quarterback. He's running at me. Let me slow it down, right? On fourth and one. If it's third and one, nah, understandable, right? Mm-hmm. You know, fuck it. Let's do the doom. Or, or pump the ball away. But if my quarterback's yelling at me, man, it's fourth and one. I know we're not throwing the ball. I don't know. I think that's just that's just a big error right there from Oregon, and I, I think it really cost him the game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel that. That's a good point, man. Like, what do you do in that situation if you're the coach, Call if you're the head coach? You, you have to you have to take some time and, and regroup. Like, and I feel like he didn't. Yeah. Dan Lennon. Like, yeah. The goof. That was a good goof. Yeah. It's a goof move. There's no way. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But um, starting now, I want to kick it to you. 
huge win, obviously, for Washington. Um, this makes it real tough for the Pac-12. Obviously, we'll we'll delve more into that later. But we got some other things to touch on. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to kick it to you. What are some other uh, takeaways you had from the weekend? All right, other takeaways that I had from the weekend. I tried to watch as many games as I could. I didn't watch. I watched the entire Ohio State-Indiana game when I was expected to do that. <laughs> but outside of that, Congrats. I did watch Ole Miss-Alabama. Ole Miss had a chance at the end. I to... did as well. We can talk about that. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Alabama-Ole Miss. Another, another week, another team is right there with Alabama. And as good as Will Anderson is defensively, man, this this Alabama defense just gets torched. Even though Will Anderson's so, not a corner or anything like that. Yeah. So here, here are my takeaways. Right. I think it was first half I'm watching, mm-hmm. and just because it's like literally just because it's Alabama, right? Right. Um, but I wanted to see like what it was. Ole Miss is up 17 to 7, literally running like one flag, basically. Mm-hmm. They just keep running this dumbass toss play. And that's kind of what Ole Miss <laughs> does. They come out and Lane Kiffin has one play for the year and he spams it. And they get a little ranked and then they play Alabama and they can't do the one play. But the difference is this year the play was working consistently. Mm-hmm. So, and, and everyone who watched this is exactly what I'm talking about. For the most part, it was either this dumbass toss or a fake off off of the toss. It was pretty remarkable. Um, And I'm looking at Alabama, just no spark on offense, nothing going on. And the thought occurred, I was like, yeah, Alabama's just not that good. (laughs) It's like like they're literally two players, and it's Bryce Young, you said, and Will Anderson. I don't see anyone else do much of anything. Except um, against Tennessee, um, the running back went off. But I mean, Tennessee can't stop shit. And it so, was enough, it was also weird that um, I don't know exactly what happened, but Jameer Gibbs, the running back for Alabama, who's another one of the spark plugs for that team, only only got six carries for three yards, and then like he was seen with his helmet on the sideline for the rest of the game. He wasn't doing shit. I mean, that's not a reason to pull him out the game for the entirety of the game. So, so here, 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 here are my thoughts. Right, I had a couple of them. Okay, this team is entirely Bryce Young dependent, and if I'm an all team, I got the first pick. I'm picking Bryce Young. Period. He that's your takeaway. He's the best player in the sport. Because, because here's why, right? We always talk about Alabama's defense. They look to me to be getting consistently outcoached. Period. They seem to have disadvantages on defense. It took them until now. Keep in mind the moment I'm talking about. I didn't mention it. Next play was a fumble mm-hmm. that they needed. And they ended up getting a touchdown before halftime. Or else it was it would have got scary for him. But Ole Miss again came out in the second half and they forced a fumble on the play, right? But it wasn't like they stopped it for real. But anyway, they came out next half, continued to run it, and went right down the field. And I'm like, damn, Saban. 
we can't stop this one play. Mm-hmm. And then they ran a fake off of it to the tight end. It was a pretty nasty play. He had like 40 yards, but I was like, damn, we really are getting out close with this one play. And then offensively, there's no creativity. There's no mixed matching. And I mean, I before I, I, I think, let me, let me confirm my thought here. But I just, I, I don't see any creativity on either side of the ball. They, yeah, Bill O'Brien's our offensive coordinator. He sucks. So it's like, at what point are we going to move on from the Bill O'Brien thing? Yeah, I feel I that. It, David. He did He did it with Lane Kiffin. He did it with Steve Sarkeesian. Those guys were creative offensive minds. Mm-hmm. Very creative offensive minds. They don't have, like we saw, the Jamison Williams from last year. So now they don't have the overwhelming wideout talent. I need coaching. But this is the thing about Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams was a transfer portal guy. Mm. He was a transfer portal guy from Ohio State. I don't know if mm. you knew that. I did not know that. Yeah. He was the third receiver. With It was Olave, Wilson, and Jamison Williams. Those were the big three receivers and at Ohio State. Then he transfers to Bama. Then Jackson Smith and Jigba inserts in his spot. So that's how it all played out. So okay. had he not got that transfer receiver, I don't know if Bryce Young has that big year that he had because y'all don't know if he has any outside talent like that. Yeah. But go go ahead. But I, I'll say I I see what you're saying. I agree with that for last year. I think Bryce is taking another step. But I, I see what you mean. You don't know if they get to the obviously national championship without James Wells. I agree with that. Yep. Um because he got hurt in the game, right? Yeah. And they're off. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I, I, damn Ohio State, y'all have everybody, and y'all keep keeping the wrong people. Whatever. Um, oh, I, gosh. Joseph Burrow. Um, all it's just, it just doesn't look like that they're more talented now, and they look like they're getting out coached. There's no other way to say, it, right? So I'm looking. And I also still think Will Anderson is a beast. But, again, make the NFL comparison. Who do we compare Will Anderson to? I don't know. I haven't given it enough thought. I got to watch him a little oh. more. Come on, man. You know, Von Miller. That's the that's the comparison. That's the one that people. Okay. But he's definitely, you know, now, now you see it now. He bought. Um, now, here's the thing, though. How many four-win teams have we seen Von Miller be on? <laughs> Being so serious, and you look at it right now, Von Miller, old as he is, can be literally the best player on the Bills, right? Mm-hmm. But, but he also could be useless on a four-win team. So, what you're seeing from Alabama now is they really, really can't stop the run for real. Really get into it? That's a problem. I mean, it's not a problem now because they're basically eliminated. But it's just, just like little takeaway stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, where were you going with you know the game though? Because I kind of, kind of hijacked. No, I, I just wanted to mention that it was a, just another week that Alabama, even though they won, that it was a lot closer than you know people going in probably would have thought. So to me. Personally, my, my takeaway is that they kept going on. Mm-hmm. 
We got to talk about it. It's right there. Um, we said we would. I actually think this is good for – I mean, it doesn't matter if, if they went out. But I think I'm a little more intrigued now in TCU. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So that game sucked. Let's just get that out the way, right? That game was horrible, man. I'm going to just put that out there right now. I watched the – man, that first half, it was 3-3. I think it was 3-3 a half. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be 0 0 at half. And they were just bringing up these stats of the last time a Big 12 team was 0 0 at halftime was 2006 or 2008. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn. Oh, the game sucked. Yeah. And you look now, but here's the thing, right? Is this possible? Is this possible? Is the Big 12 just the best defensive conference now? I don't I don't I don't think so. The only reason that I'm able to even ponder this is because look at what Texas did to Alabama. What was the Texas Alabama score? I don't even remember. 20 to 19. It was 20 to 19, huh? Yeah. Mm. So I'm thinking back to that and I'm 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 like looking, right? And mm. I'm like, well, damn. Why is this a bad game? Now, 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 now. I don't know about TCU's defense because Texas was – Cam Ewers is missing so many bunnies. Bunnies. So I'm like, damn, Texas really should be winning this game. But the quarterback play sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Quarterback play is terrible. But I'm flip it. I'm watching it, and I'm, 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 I'm doing this. I'm giving them – I'm giving them a chance, right? Yep. But I'm I'm watching Texas's D line. They're eating them alive, and TCU's was doing it too. It was just I think Texas had more opportunities on offense. But from what I saw in the first half, because I couldn't, we tried, man. I really gave it a go. I really did, but I wasn't watching that second half. And I was stunned TCU won the game. I was like, how the fuck did they do that? Yeah, I feel you. That was one of them games where it was like. All the build up, but then you watch it and it's like, yeah, I'm not watching this. This feels like a Thursday night game on Prime. Exactly what it was. Yeah. That's exactly and what it was. We just looking, I think both of the defenses are pretty good. Now, all that being said, do I want to see TCU? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, not at all. I am I say all of that and I'm still much more discouraged after the game. Um, because Max Dugan doesn't have the speed, doesn't have the arm strength, not really the accuracy to really be someone I'm interested in, right? Yeah. Because if you look, we're being real, this could have been a Heisman-type moment for him. Same with Bo Nix. I think the story of the weekend has kind of dropped opportunities, right, Mm -hmm. for possible Heisman candidates. I think – I think this game was set up for both those two. It'd be like, well, damn, they're ranked like fifth and only lost one game, but it was Georgia. Or like, damn, you know, they are undefeated. He did kind of light them up and they did something to Bryce Young. If he scores 30 or 40, maybe, maybe, but nah, that shit, way, way dead. Um, Go ahead, Hedden, you can take your – well, CJ has a shot. CJ has a good shot, actually. 
You know what's but, weird? I've seen a lot of um what's the quarterback for North Carolina's name? I don't know. I can't remember his name. Yeah, the May guy. Drake May. I've seen a lot of Drake May no. for Heisman. No. Third, third in yards per game in yards, 3,412. 34 touchdowns, tied for first. Third in interceptions, tied or tied, three interceptions, tied for 12th. Fourth in QBR at 88.5. But North Carolina is nine and one. I mean, he had 448 oh, he three touchdowns last week. Huh? Is he a true freshman? I see. I don't know he's if he's a, a true freshman. freshman. He's a freshman. Might be a he might be a red shirt freshman. That's insane. Too bad Clemson fucked it up for the whole conference by just being ass. Yeah, he's a red shirt freshman. Sorry. I can't respect the ACC. Honestly, bro. I'll take the ACC in over uh, the Big 12 after what I saw last night, though. But I think I think we're headed to a place where neither one of them gets in. Mm. I think we're headed toward that situation that I talked about. And what's what's that situation? Is that where three Big Twelve, Big three SEC teams get in? No, I don't think. Mm, nah, I think it's more likely that we get we get, that we get the Big Ten SEC Invitational. We just mix them up. Yeah, yeah. Because fuck it, why not? <laughs> I'm being serious. They're the four most, they're the four best teams to me. Tennessee, Georgia, um, uh, Ohio State, Michigan. And LSU kind of hurt themselves yesterday too. How? To me. Now, now, if they win, they're in, so it doesn't really matter. But that was kind of tough. Um, for sure. So I don't really think they would have a great shot against Georgia anyway. No, um, I don't think so either. I think a lot of it, again, they only scored 13 on Arkansas. It goes back to, hey, Bama's defense just really is not good at getting mm-hmm. out a lot. So we've seen LSU struggle other times of the year. We thought, oh, maybe the offense turned a corner. Mm-hmm. Letting up 19 to Texas looks pretty bad after last night. <laughs> <laughs> not going to hold you. Not going to hold you. Um but, but, yeah, I just – I think we're headed toward – I mean, would you agree? You think those are, like, the – Those are the most likely teams to me. I just – I don't I... – now, this – this is why, to me, though, the more you, like, watch, mm-hmm. I don't understand why there was any issue with the 18 playoffs. Because I do think, interestingly enough, I really think on a given year, the two to eight range right now mm-hmm. is really in flummox. Now, again, I think uh, Georgia's in a weird spot where I watch them and they kind of, they like know what's up. They know everyone's going to watch for their first drive. They shut yeah. you down and they score easily. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> then they get bored. This game they didn't get as bored. But it was like every time I would look on the score ticker, it would be like, oh, they're at the four. 
but not scoring somehow. Okay. They weren't as impressive. They weren't as impressive as I would have liked them to be. To me. Yeah, and they still won 45 to 19. It was a lot closer than that. It was for most of the game, but I re- I I'm at the point. I just think Georgia's bored. I watched what they did to Tennessee. I think they're just bored, dude. I mean, they know that they're not playing anybody until they have to play somebody next. Even though last year in the SEC championship game, they were like, "Eh, they want this a little too much. Let's just chill." Yeah, it was 17, 12, a half. And then, yeah, it was 31 19. When they when Mississippi State made it 31 19, I'm like, okay. Then they got the ball back, and I'm like, okay, maybe they have a chance to make it close. They never had a chance. And no, they didn't. They didn't, have a shot. they didn't have a shot in the world. And to the point where I, Ohio State, man, when they beat you, man. When they really pour it on, they look like the best team. But to me, it's almost like the the, the, the just consistency of Georgia. Ohio State's shown a little bit of inconsistency. I think they have the highest peak of the two. But I just think Georgia better. Just, I think, just well, I purely think, based on what they did to Tennessee. Just off of what they did to Tennessee, and no one has done it. Tennessee's scoring 60 on everybody else. They put 50 on everybody else. And Georgia was like, yeah, y'all, they couldn't move. So it's like, I actually think I, this is like for the one of the first times all season. I actually think that Ohio State would have a chance to beat Georgia in the national championship this year. You can call them the best team all year. I didn't say I haven't been saying that. Um, no, I know I've been saying that, but with the reestablishment of the run game for Ohio State, even though they have some running back injuries now, that's going to be something to watch for for the next couple weeks. Travion Henderson didn't play. And Mayan Williams, who had a good game, he left in the walking boot. So they were down to a freshman. They were down to their last scholarship running back, and they had to put in a receiver at running back who had a 71-yarder. So it was like, what? It was crazy, but... I think I if, if if CJ is at the top of his powers and he has something to compliment him in a run game and a defense, I think he has what it takes to take down a Georgia team. Who oh. I think – go ahead. I think they can beat Georgia. I just – I flipped. I think ever since – bro, let me let me just – let me just – I think I – think, I think this is worth it, right? Mm-hmm. 63, 38, 40, 52, 65, 44, 66, 13. The Tennessee scoring totals all year, and then 13 was Georgia. I don't want to make the barometer off of what Georgia did because I think Ohio State offense is better than Georgia's. I mean, Ohio State offense is better than Tennessee's. That's just my opinion. You might not agree. Do you? Yes. Maybe it's the Northwestern game for me. I don't know. Dude, it was the wins in that, in that game. It but was they a different did type of game. 21 on Notre Dame, too. It did happen. They didn't look great against Notre Dame. Yeah, but it's it's a lot of circumstances with this Ohio State team that sounds like excuses because yeah. there's been a lot of injuries this year. 
to key players. And that out in that Notre Dame game, you have to think they lost a number one receiver on the second play of the game. But that's okay. I, I, they won the game. I don't think you don't have to agree. Like, I'm not trying to convince you to, to believe my side, but I'm just trying to state my case for the people listening. <laughs> for Cleveland. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, hey, look, I've said, I've said Ohio State's the best team in the league until I, I saw Tennessee. And I was like, okay, Tennessee. Now, I, I, think, I think no matter what, Tennessee is either third or fourth. Um, their defense just they can't stop people. Um, so I'm no longer putting and and we saw some issues with Hendon. Hendon not he not Joseph Burrow. It's not. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't quite have the anticipation. He misses the real real big bunnies, the real big deep balls. I saw it a little bit against Bama, and I kind of didn't want to say it because they won the game and he came back. But if you remember early in that game, he missed a couple wide open dudes down the field. Yeah. And it happened again against Georgia. And then there was more pressure. He's not, he like, he's kind of fast, but he's not quick. So he can't get away from people. Um, and Georgia's D, I mean, Georgia's front seven, I mean, just markedly better than Alabama's, clearly. He was doing something against Bama. He was going nowhere against these guys. So it's like now to your point though, I think CJ Stroud does have the anticipation. I think he doesn't miss the bunnies. So I do think that's obviously the best shot. I just think that Georgia's not going hundred percent and they're still just they're they're relaxed. I think Stenson Bennett isn't Locked in every game. He threw two picks last game, but against against fucking against Tennessee, my man, he looked straight like AJ McCarron. He's like, let me do enough, win this game, and then not do anything else. And he's got the championship pedigree, so it's that. But I do think Ohio State has the best. Now, all all of these questions will be answered again, and kudos to both of these teams. But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I want to make that very very clear. There is a big matchup. In the no, big house. I, agree. I, I mean, not right in there. the big house. Yeah. At high yeah. noon. Yeah. Two weeks from now. And I'm, yeah. I'm Is it really at noon? That's fucking. Yes, it's a noon game. Always a noon game. That's dumb. Fuck that shit. Man. Yeah, you weren't going to watch that game no way. No, you might have watched that game. I'll give you a little more credit than that. What are you talking about? Because I forgot that I'm dealing with a different Demetrius now than I am the old one who was like, college? No, I'm not watching that crap. When in the world was I ever like that? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's insane. Oh, I mean, yo, you're, you're thinking of the other guy who starts with a D, brother. <laughs> I thought you knew exactly what happened last year. I never even told this story. Last year, y'all played each other, and I was watching it while walking around, while walking around at work. I was like, I need to keep up to date on what's going on with this game. Because I thought y'all were going to win pretty easy. And Michigan was like, in the game. And I was like, oh, shit. Here I go. Now I got to turn my phone on at work and fucking pretend like I'm not watching this game. And I'm watching this. Got right in the car and was like, hey, what's the score? Can we turn it on real quick? 
That definitely happened. That's funny. I can't lie. So now here we are again. I forgot that too. <laughs> I was just gonna say kudos <laughs> to both Michigan and Ohio State. Hopefully I'm not jinxing it, but then just made just continuing to keep the eye on the on the goal, right? It's week by week basis. Um to to this uh this game that we're hyping up. Because next week again, we got nothing. We got one game, I think. Let's see. But um there's one maybe. Michigan, Illinois is gonna be a decent game. Not gonna be a sure. great game, but that's like probably... a half. And then it won't be. Yeah, I agree. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's about it, man. UCLA USC would be good. Yeah. But I just saw UCLA loss to Arizona. So that kills that. Oregon, U- Utah gonna be a good game, even though they're both two lost teams now. And this is what I mean, bro. I would love an 18 playoff right now. That'd be fire. Yeah. That'd be fire. Show us just how bad the Big 12 is. Then I'd be more interested in North Carolina. Shit. I'd be cool with some some freshmen. Now I mean getting a seven, eight seed. Fuck it. Fuck Clemson though. Would want to see them. <laughs> But it's like, and then you get, and then a, you can throw in, you know, pick a couple Pac-12 teams, whoever's looking the best. USC. I'm cool with a playoff, man, but it's going to change the dynamic of the sport, and I don't know for better or for worse, but it's it's, it's going to change the dynamic of the sport for sure. <laughs> These games next week don't matter. They don't need like. I agree. Like let's let's see eighteen playoff right now. Would a lot of it matter? Clemson might need, might mean something. I don't know that means anything, but USC UCLA would be big. Utah Oregon would still be a huge game. Yeah, huge game. But like it's ten thirty, and I'm not watching Utah Oregon. I don't care. Yeah, I feel you. Me either. I'm in not bed. About the exact I'm, I'm night in bed. On Saturday night. No. I might watch some, but. No. I'll watch it any of it. I'll be up at 1030, but I, I doubt it if I'm up at 1130 trying to watch football. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Bingo. So, here we are again, man. We're two weeks away in this game. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting closer to letting them both in. Fuck TCU. I'm sorry. I tried. I really did. <laughs> I was actually hyping myself up for it. Yeah, and Oregon, did. Washington helped. Because I was like, oh, it's going to be a sweet little, you know what I mean? Little yep. doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Oregon, Washington start off lit. I was like, let's go. They just had yep. to score in the 30s. They just had to do what they've always done. Conference folded. <laughs> Conference isn't even fun anymore, man. <laughs> I feel you. Nah, get TCU the fuck out of there. Yeah, I don't want to see TCU in the playoff. Nah, I'm cool. So watch them get doused by Georgia. Good. Yeah, I'm good. Enough. But um, but yeah, man. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Darnell Jones is Demetrius, and uh, hope you have a good one. Later. Double D's, deuces. deuces.